0: Welcome to Keeping It Real with Rory, the podcast that tells the story of God taking people's lives from darkness to light. People, especially people here, they're longing for the presence of Jesus. They don't don't want to play church anymore. With your host, Rory Huskin. I fought through drug addiction. I fought through alcoholism. Yeah. You know, I'm in that hospital bed, and all I could think about is the things that I haven't finished or accomplished yet. This is one of those. If this story impacts you, go ahead and share it with one of your friends if you don't mind. We really appreciate that. Also give us a follow right here wherever you're listening and check us out on Instagram and Facebook by searching Keeping It Real with Rory. This is a Fast Life Ministries production. Let's jump in the episode. This is called Keeping It Real with uh, Rory Huskin. I'm your host. Um, I have today a uh, so we're going to switch it up today. I, I, I usually do, uh, you know, uh, drug abuse, uh, recovery, uh, um, redemption stories. Uh, today, it, it's just a little bit different, but Tamara's a friend of mine. Um, we were talking one day, and, and uh, I, I just felt impelled uh, or compelled to, uh, to um, you know, share her story in my podcast. I was like, hey. Um, I really like what you're talking about. Can we can we share that? She was like, "Sure." So, sure. So, uh, um, Tamara Smith. Yes, Tamara <laughs> Smith here.
1: Thanks for having me on today.
0: Oh, yes, it'll be I feel fun. Feel pretty
1: honored to be here. So, my story is more kind of a try to find your identity in Jesus and not in other people or right. other things. And
0: well, I so, think that we yeah. all struggle with that. We do. You know, I. I we do. You know, one of the biggest things that I tell my, my kids, my grandkids is like you need to be able to look yourself in the in, in the mirror and, and like yourself. And right. you know, I, I you know, it's all about identity, I think. Yes. You know. You know, the, the world wants to teach you a whole different system. Yeah. You know. Yes. Just do it. Nike, right. you know, you need to have this kind of relationship and drive this kind of car. Yep. So.
1: Or who you're friends with or who your spouse is or mm-hmm. The people you run with is who your identity is. And I think that's what was my biggest issue as a young Christian was, you know, I did not realize my identity through Jesus and who I was. So it was really easy for me to get caught up in what the world would think was cool. And being an athlete and from a small town in Kansas, it was super easy to just say, you know, my outer appearance or what I do for people are what makes me who I am. And not who Jesus made me to be.
0: Right, right. So, no, no. I totally agree. Totally. Yeah,
1: yeah and that was, that was really my biggest struggle. Was, you know, I went on lots of mission trips, and I went and told the world about Jesus, and then I'd come back, and I was self felt pretty empty, and I was like, Lord, what is this? And uh, I was just trying to find my identity, which I think a lot of young people do, and it's super easy to do that because if it's not the cool crowd or what's cool that's going on, um, you know, then you feel like you need to go to that and you're like, all right, Lord, I'll get back to you, (laughs) you know? And um, he's like, just patiently waiting and sitting here saying, I'm loving you for who you are and what you're made to do. And, and, you know, it just, we have to be obedient to that. I always,
0: I always admire people that, 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 use more you know or or better ways than I use to to (laughs) figure that out you know so uh um like you you know you didn't you didn't go any place special to figure that out I mean God kind of was like you know yeah
1: he kind of wrecked me you know I got to a place where um in my 20s I was still kind of mixing you know I was doing worship at my church and being involved with a youth group and you know I you know I went through a lot of things when I was younger and, and, you know, even, even through all my identity crisis and my father, my father, not physically being near, I knew he loved me, my, you know, my earthly father, but, you know, I kind of ran to men for other reasons and became a single mom at a very young age. And the Lord was still saying, I am beckoning you and I need you to come close because I've never went anywhere. And so I was still running, and so being a single mom for 15 and a half years, I knew that, you know, Lord, I'm never doing this again by myself. Like I want a family, bigger family husband. But I chose all these places for gratification or to make me feel good. And and Jesus is like, I've been here the whole time.
0: I know, really. Right? And and
1: it's yeah. hard, you know, you you find things that are just super easy to get a hold of, or you find things that are just very quick happinesses, but then at the end of the day, you're like, "Wow, I'm still super empty." I,
0: I have a daughter now that she just recently went through a uh, <clears throat> a divorce, probably mm-hmm. the last four years, and uh, you know, she 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 really struggled a lot with that, and and who am I, and what am I doing, and you know, God spoke to her one one night, you know, a couple of years ago, probably, right.
1: yeah, uh huh,
0: and He said, "I have something better for you," mm. and uh, so. You know, it's so easy, like, to start thinking that whoever you're liking at the, at the time is that, who that is. Right. It's like, well, it's this guy. It's right. like, or this, you know, or, but, you know, it's yeah. just, at those times, it's like, wouldn't it be really cool just to, like, to sit back and go, okay, God, then here's the reins. Right. But we don't want to do that. We don't. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we, you know, I told somebody this morning, it's, I'm so good at putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. I think we all are. I think, I
1: think we're all like, that's our human instinct is to do that. I think, I think when, um, young people or even people that are, you know, have maybe been through a divorce and are older and are still waiting, I think maybe a better way to put it would be instead of I'm just waiting, maybe it's I'm becoming. And what I mean by that is I'm becoming who Jesus wants me to be. Yeah, for it, that person. I think it's hard for people to, they always think they're waiting, waiting, waiting. And what the Lord is saying, just become who you, you know, being single it can be, there's such a gift in being single. And I think as us married folks now, <laughs> we realize what a gift that was because there's so many things we can do when we want to do them and things of that sort. But man, if I could have spent maybe just another year, just kind of becoming exactly who I needed to be for my spouse. It might've been a little bit easier, but I think a lot of young people and just people in general think I just have to sit here and wait all the time. And the Lord's just saying, no, just get closer to me and we're going to fix all this stuff out and everything's going to be a lot easier.
0: Yeah. Well, and and part of that, part of that is the journey. I mean, you know, um, I always like that too. It's be still and know I am the Lord, you know? Right. I mean you don't have to like be so busy in your head and try to, to yeah. figure it out yourself, so you know i I always thought that uh and and then I don't know who you who you how you saw jesus or or, or the Lord back in those days, but when I was young yeah. um I was kind of in a Pentecostal church, and they uh <laughs> you know it was like i I think that my mom and her friends just you know they instilled in me like Oh, God's gonna be mad at you. You know, mm-hmm, right. if you keep doing the things that you're doing, you know, lots you're of condemnation. Just, oh yeah, you're yeah. gonna fall way short, and mm-hmm. you know, it's no secret. I I went to prison, mm-hmm. but I had to go to prison to figure out that that's not who my God was.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know. There's a, there's a way to love and protect your children Mm -hmm. and in a way shelter. And then they call them sometimes helicopter parents, which (laughs) are super dangerous parents. But you know, I'm not saying there's not been a time I've been that way because of certain fears in my life as a parent. But I think that there, it can be very scary where, um, I know for me, um, and my parents will tell you, they would have probably done it differently but I know when I turned 18, I was like, how can I get out of here quickly? Because it was a lot of kind of what you're saying too, Rory is that condemnation of, oh, my goodness. And I think there's got to be a really big pocket of, of space for grace that parents say, hey, I need to cover my children with prayer and all that. But at the same point, I think you have to say you've got to at a certain age realize that you're going to make some mistakes. and I'm going to have to let you do it.
0: So Tamra, I, I had eight daughters. Wow! <laughs> Woo! And I have friends that are like, "Wow, I bet you have a lot of guns." <laughs> right. And 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 it's just like so. Here, so let me let me tell you, buddy. With that attitude, you're not going to have a relationship with your daughter either. So yeah, you know I
1: yeah. Fear.
0: And I'm sitting here.
1: Yeah, fear. It's oh my all God. fear.
0: You know, all I could see is them doing the things that I did when I was their age. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know, so of course I'm trying to cut that off. Really, um, um, yeah, all that fear just caused me like, you know, I'm sure that, and I, and I had a couple daughters did the same thing. Yeah. You know, right. how can I get out of here? Poor kids. Yeah,
1: and, and that's what fear does. And I think it also, I think I got into a place of when I made bad choices, I didn't know the grace and forgiveness of the Lord so well, because I only knew the condemnation side right. and the fear. So then all of a sudden I had self condemnation. So I lived through like seven years of everything I did wrong. I was like, Lord, Lord, You're mad at me. You hate me. I'm not good enough to go to church. I'm not good enough to get up there and worship. And the Lord's like, no, dude, I love you on exactly who you are. I need you to come to me. I need you to try to have self-control and stop these things that are of the world. But there's grace there. Like Jesus hung out with people that were... Not like him. <laughs> Let's just Tax say that. Ta- I then. mean, and I mean, he partied with but I mean, not like partied, like how we people, kids say they party now, but he hung out, you know, he filled wine barrels at weddings when they ran empty. I mean, those are the type of people Jesus sat next to. He wanted to break bread with the sinner. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus loves the sinner. And if that's where we can get to a uh, people of God is that we love the sinner, what a better world we'd be in. And I think that's Amen. what that, I think that's where we get church. We get such a really cruddy name because we're not sitting and loving people through the crud.
0: And we don't. Um, I, I think that, you know, and so forgive me, but, uh, I was telling a pastor friend of mine just yesterday, you know, he said that he thinks that there's a falling away of the church today. And I said, uh, well, why do you think that is? And, um, he said, it's the end times. And I said, so let me, so let me clarify. So you're thinking that the people that are falling away are the apostate. You know, mm, the, right, right. and he kind of looked at me and I said, I said, or, or maybe it's because they don't want to play church anymore, but mm. we, we don't want to play church. Right. Where, where's the power?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where's the stuff that we saw when we were growing up?
1: Right exactly we, the signs and miracles where is it at
0: come on yeah you know, the healings
1: we, and yeah you know people on their face weeping after the lord and saying holy, yeah oh, i, I want to see more of that too and when the holy
0: spirit came came in and took over the service i mean <laughs> you knew you were not getting home till midnight or so you know right yeah exactly. you know when i was i was young and uh, yes you know yeah. but but those those like you know they burned in my my mind like that's that's what we need right and and we especially need that today. I spoke at the miss paget co- uh, uh problem yeah. this weekend, and I told them that we 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 are facing a pandemic people, and it has nothing to do with covid nineteen it's drugs and alcohol, and these kids are losing their identities, yes, you know they think that they have to fit in with these things or 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 that they're 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 masking their their feelings and their right. you know so
1: yeah, and I think and I think that's what, you know, the young people nowadays are doing. They're they're try like us even back in my day, we were trying to fit in, it's a different way of fitting in. But you're right, it's like I think if we just come together you know, and I think the biggest thing is we're realizing that I know I am and people that I care deeply is that what the four walls of a physical church is not where church needs to be. And it's, it stay. doesn't
0: it doesn't end at the door.
1: Right. And I our honestly, my husband and I right now, we are feeling like our community and our neighborhood, our neighbors that don't look like us, they don't smell like us. They might not even believe in the same God as us. But let me tell you who we're being right now. We're being Jesus to them. Mm-hmm. And we feel like that's the biggest ministry we have. And even people the next cubicle next to me at at this T V station, that's that's who my ministry is right now. And so, if I can be Jesus to them, and if we can be Jesus to these young people, and you're right, Roy, like if we can tell them, "Hey, you don't have to be this standard. If you don't reach this standard, then you are a failure, son." And see, that's what's happening. They're they're going to drugs. They're going to groups. They're going. Some are still going to gangs. It's just one of those things where they want to feel like they belong. Well, Tamara, and, they
0: watch TV, and TV tells them like this is what you should look like. Right. And, and we know that. that right you know, not very many people are going to fit that bill.
1: And it's right back to that. Who, what is my identity? You Mm -hmm. know, and the problem is, is we all know is most of this is because they do not have parents that love them well. That's right. And well, and and that's the most heartbreaking thing.
0: And I, I don't think that they, they probably don't know how to love them well. Exactly. You know, I, I, you know, when I, I have eight daughters and you know, of course I just told you, right. I made those mistakes. I, you know, I, I, uh. You know, I, I thank God that I have relationships with them today. But so I just noticed something. So so uh, so um, you hear from God?
1: Yes, very so, discerning. Yeah,
0: and you've heard from God from for a long time.
1: Yes.
0: So um, so I I want to know H- how do you hear from God, Tamara? Well, I kind of people, people. I'm sorry, people ask me all the time. They're like, you know, I I. I want that.
1: Yes. Well, I will tell you, I spend a lot of time praying, but a lot of times I just, it's just being present with Jesus. And I can do that in my car. So, I can do that sitting here.
0: So we have one mouth and two ears. We should be listening <laughs> twice as much. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. You know. And and I feel like, you know, the discernment and a lot of some type of prophetic uh, gift that God's always given me um, has always been on me, even as a kid. I always discerned, even as a kid, that something either wasn't right or there is something special about someone. And I I do not believe in witchcraft. I don't believe in weird stuff i believe that the lord this is a deal when you tell jesus that i want to spend the rest of my life with you and you died for me and you are my savior you're one with him like when i walk into a room god is with me and i'm part of him i belong to him i'm his daughter so if i come into a room at you know bubba's for wings and whatever you know Jesus is walking in because Jesus is with me. That's good. And so I think we forget as Christians that he's just part of us. So sometimes if you hear something in your heart or even in your head, it's just the Holy Spirit. The Lord is saying, hey, you know, maybe you should go talk to him. Maybe you should just let him know that, you know, he's going to be good.
0: So my prayer back before I got really serious, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, it was right at that time. It's like, God, that I would know your voice like it was my voice. How am I ever going to know how to minister to your people mm. if I don't hear your voice? So, you know, it's that's what I wanted. I yes. wanted that as much as anything, and then the other one was is to know wisdom. I want yes. wisdom. You know, yeah, that's the what of God. that's what Solomon. Yeah. 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 Solomon asked for wisdom.
1: Yeah. And we should. And, you know, certainly with you being a business owner and everything you do, you need more of that than others. Like we all need God's wisdom, but I think when people are in leadership positions, like the Lord really needs to download that more into those because look where we're at with our other leaders in the world <laughs> because they're not, they're, they're refusing to listen to the Lord or they're refusing to be a part of who Jesus is. And so, you know, I, That's one thing I take very serious is that even when I'm doing worship, you know, I might start off with, you know, you know, God is good, but you know, that song, but I might go into like three hooks that have nothing to do with the lyrics written on paper because I'm obeying what the Lord wants to do in that atmosphere. Isn't that fun? It is fun. And that's, I feel like that's when people's lives and hearts change.
0: That's, that's part of that power though. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's not playing church. Right. I mean, you, you, you stepped outside of the box, and I think that's, that's what we, that's what we yeah. want, Tamara. That's, and I
1: think it's important, Rory, like you said, is you ask God for that. Mm-hmm. I think, and that you asked me, you know, how you get that, and I think it's true. Well, I,
0: I think that people, people, you know, there's other people that want to be able to talk right. to God. There's right. other people that want to be able to listen. To hear. That, yeah, yes. to hear. You yeah. know, what do you have for me, right. and who do you need me to minister to? How much money do you want me to give? right
1: exactly all that there's
0: a lot of stuff all
1: that and we have a lot of young people right now going on mission trips and what
0: do you mean that's not the right guy god
1: right exactly (laughs) exactly you know exactly and and the thing is is you know i you know like even with giving like you said you know we have a lot of people in our community that are going to different trips and teenagers and even adults and you know, even yesterday I said, there's a lot of I,
0: opportunities. Right, there? Yeah. there is.
1: And so I told, I told my husband, I was like, so have we prayed about this? He goes, have you heard from the Lord? I'm like, I haven't yet. So I don't know what I'm going to give yet, but we've given to other places. And I think that's important, but you're right. And I, you know, to kind of go back to, cause I really feel like somebody is going to be listening at some point that needs to hear that. Just remember, there's a season for everything. And one thing I needed, and it's like in Ecclesiastes, so there's a season to mourn, there's a season to live, there's a season to die, all those things, right?
0: Season to cry, season to be happy. All that, it's
1: a good song too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But um, I think what's important is I had to find in my singleness that there was a season to be single. Like the Lord said, this is your season to be single. Tamara, your heart's desire is what mine is because God says, whatever your heart desires is mine. And I will give that to you. And I believe that about him. I did. I will tell you on, on the other side, I became into fear. I came, became frustrated. I was like, man, my ticks clock I want to have kids with my, you know, I'm thinking of all these things that normal people think of and right. women think of. And here I'm 31 and I'm like, Lord, what is going on? Like, I'm going to be an old maid doing a, he's (laughs) like, listen, Tamara, he's like, I want you to date me for two years. He's like, you only date me. You spend time with me. You get in your secret place. You get in your closet. You do whatever you need to do. Find out who you are through me. Find out how much I love you and then you'll be ready. And so sure enough, the Lord just drops this guy into our church from Houston, Texas and um, the next thing you know, we're married now 12 years so later. Here,
0: let me ask you a question. So, so at that point, do you think you could have stopped that? Oh yeah. I mean, no. so, I, so here I tell my daughters, <clears throat> so, so I have the daughter that got divorced. Yes. So, uh, you know, her, her thing is, is like, what if, what if my yes. ex-husband becomes you dad?
1: Mm.
0: What if he, what if he straightens up? What if he's this great person? What if he turns his life totally around, hmm. and and I'm with somebody else, or he's with somebody else, and I've lost him? And I'm like, look, honey, if God's in it and it's supposed to happen, you can't stop you it. You
1: can't. Yeah, you can't stop that. You can't Not stop it. Right. I
0: don't I don't care what's happening. If you're supposed to be with that if man, it, that it's meant to be. And he changes. Right. You can't stop it. You can't. So so. Yeah, you know, that's sitting around. You don't have to put the cart before the right. horse. You don't have to go look for that guy. God's going to drop that guy, right. like you said, exactly.
1: And I and the reason why I think I said it, you can in the beginning is what I meant by that is in that time. I that think I, we
0: can delay it.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. right. Because I think the thing is, is I the Lord was given me a choice to be obedient or not, and the Lord said, "You don't love yourself well enough." Kind of like you said, if uh-huh. you can't look in the mirror and say, "I love you." There's just, you can never love anybody else. And it's just the truth. And that's back to that, who my identity is in mm-hmm. Jesus. And so there were times, I think I told you my story when you're like, Hey, can you be on this podcast? And I had said, <laughs> I had said to you, I said, uh, I said, well, you know, there were, people literally knocking on my door, people calling, texting, hey Tamra, haven't seen you around for a while. You know, what you doing? Can I take you out? Can I and I'm like, I have like nine more months left of dating the Lord. Do you just (laughs) want to and I'm not telling him this because of course I'm thinking I'm probably corny and this guy probably thinks I have a cheese head, you know. But I was like sitting like it just is amazing. But if I would have taken some of those offers and I missed the opportunity to be with someone that loves the Lord with all his heart, that has been serving God for over 25, I mean, like it would have just been like, I don't know. I just would have. Yeah,
0: so I, I want to commend you. It's, it's like hard to do that sometimes. Oh, it
1: is because like I think um, I told you, there's a difference between being alone and lonely. And I think when I first started out my two years of just chilling with God, I was super like lonely. I was like, oh my gosh, I like miss that, you know, friendship. I miss that compatibility. So, so
0: God said give me 2 years. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 that you know the children of Israel, I yes. mean, you right. know, Yeah. They could have yeah, they yeah. could have been in the promised land and walking right. in the promised land and yeah, yeah so they altered that. Yes. And I think so God told me that he was going to restore my marriage. Yeah. It was 10 years. Wow! Now, how do you, how many times do you think <laughs> I got in the way of that? Yes. So it wasn't until Let's bet you're I ended right, up. That
1: God never stopped it. It it <laughs> came to fruition. Look so, at you now.
0: So uh, I finally ended up in prison, mm. and I was happy. You know, and I, I knew I was getting out pretty quick, and and mm. I was happy. I was like, I don't need anybody in my life. I am happy to be by myself, God. Mm. You know, I was good with looking in a mirror. I, I I don't need a relationship. And so I got out, and and you know they, it was the same thing. I yes. had
1: yeah. girls
0: hitting on me. And, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, <clears throat> um, You know, they call me. Hey, I'm I'm gonna come over. I'm like I'd I, I lie to them. Yeah. You know, I I'm I'm sorry. I'm not home. I'm in Denver. <clears throat> I I I'd lie right. to them because I didn't want I didn't want to be that person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I knew that I had a promise from God mm-hmm. that He was going to restore my my life and uh, my my marriage and all that stuff. And I I I just uh, I wanted to be faithful. Yeah. To God, to that promise, to that uh,
1: yeah, God was giving you transformation. He was changing, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we just need one of those wake up calls. Like you know, some that's your journey. Other people have journeys, and it's just like man, I just I sit back and think all the time about the grace of God. Like there are so many times I think of when I was in those twenties and I was still battling between do I just one hundred percent full fledged just follow the Lord and just walk in this, and then I look back and and I didn't at that time. But, you know, I, I never missed, I mean, I never missed a Sunday. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I'd be at the club on a Saturday night. <laughs> come I come in and the Lord was beckoning me. I mean, even at like four or five and the Lord kept saying, you're, you're going to come back. But you know what? If God would have turned his back on me, like I just, he, that's not who he is. No. That's, he is a faithful father and he is a good father. Good Father. And I think back all the times that I have walked down a path or took a trip or did something, I thought, wow, the Lord saved me from really, I mean, literally physical hurt, harm, or danger.
0: I agree. And, no, I, I, and I've, I'm I've just been so, in some of those places myself. I'm
1: just so, so grateful, you and, know. And,
0: and really, if people would really look at their own lives, yes. they would agree that that they've been, uh, they've been spared. Right. Um, And I think many times too. Right. And we we don't know, we can't even see in that spiritual realm. I mean, what if we could peel back that layer and be able to see at times? Man, it'd be scary. Like (laughs) Like like, some of my things. Like, you know, that daughter that you were so angry with that, that made you late for school. Right. Maybe she saved, maybe, maybe that delayed your trip just five minutes so that the big trash truck didn't. Yes you.
1: and you know and that's really good because my husband and I have these stories all over the place. Like there are times where our kids have forgotten something on the way to church and literally if we would have been down that same road on South Academy in Colorado Springs there was a guy that ran out literally it was fatality it was horrible and Sidran and I we look back and think man the lord you never know
0: we were spared today.
1: Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. and you know and God but and you don't
0: even know. You never know. All oh. those
1: times. And it's so funny because he out my, my husband always has a comment that he tells our small group that we have every Friday. He says, you know, like I tell everybody when we're when people are talking about anxious or anxiety and they're pre- like I have a prayer request, man. I really need this. I'm and, and, and my sidra Sidron, my husband, he says very, very calmly, relax in traffic. Always relax, because the Lord has you. You just have to relax when it when push comes to shove you have to find the peace of god and say lord i'm giving this to you and you just got to relax because it's you know great, you know peace is the empire of everything peace mm-hmm. really is and if you have peace about things i'll tell you it, it it's one thing that i don't uh patience and peace is not my best qualities so I'm glad I have somebody to counteract that
0: in my life. (laughs) So, so here's how we, here's a, here's some of the maturity that that we go through though.
1: Yeah.
0: Is, uh, so now I'm raising a grandson. He's 10. Well, he got suspended yesterday at school. And, uh, so (laughs) it's, it's weird because I didn't raise my voice and I knew that he could, he could see the seriousness of, of what he had done. That you you were upset or disappointed. I mean, so, so his, 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 uh, his own punishment would have been to take all the electronics for the rest of the school year and three weeks into the summer. And and I'm, I'm like, so, so you see the seriousness of this, right, buddy? And he's like, yeah. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm not going to take any of that. I think that you see what you did wrong and that you're not going to do it again. Mm. And I thought, wow, that's pretty good, Roy. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. That's
1: being Jesus right there. He got lucky yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. Mark, so I don't know but, about
0: his grandma. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, grandma
1: might be different. Yeah. But that—that that was Jesus. That was grace. You know, because I
0: love that kid so much, and you know, I I see that that it meant a lot to him yesterday. That 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 uh, that he was in trouble, and you know, all that good stuff. So, yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's a, it's amazing if you ask someone, what what do you think your discipline should be. Sometimes you can tell with children's different personalities, yeah. like, well, I think it should be this. And then the other ones are like, I think it should be this. And then you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, I mean, you know, you might've taught them, taught them something right in that. You don't know.
0: We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But you know,
0: um, Hey, back to, uh, so God, uh, so all these guys were, yeah, uh, were right. Yeah. There. Yeah.
1: They were chasing and and they and it was super tempting. Like I said, because I so wanted to like, just have companionship a friendship. And, um, the Lord said, no, I I need you to just sit here. And, um, this gentleman, he, he was in the military. I was going to military church at the time in Kansas and he came in, he had two little boys, Joshua and Jordan. And I saw them and I thought he's got to be married because it was a military town. I thought maybe she was deployed or something. And I was sent up there on the, in the choir and on the worship team. And I'd see him Sunday after Sunday. And I thought, man, he's a cutie and I was like but the Lord kept saying be focused be focused just worship me Tamra and so um it was so funny so my oldest my daughter because I was a single mom she was almost 15 she he started serving as a youth pastor and also was an officer in the military and wow. he she comes home to me one day and she goes you know uh Mr. Smith you know he's not married <laughs> I'm like Really, <laughs> and the Lord's like, wait a minute, you got to come Muslim, you know. I was like, Lord, you're really testing me on this, aren't you? Wow. But it was so crazy because whenever he'd come around, I'd get so shy and super, shy, just really nervous. But it was so crazy how God worked through him too. He had, um, you know, he had was raising his sons. His first wife had left all three of them, and um, he was doing it by himself. And and he wrote on an index card one Sunday, all the characteristics that he wanted in a wife. And one day after church, he was sitting there in the lobby and the Lord literally told him, son, rip that up. None of that is what you're supposed to have in your life. Really? And on that index card was all the characteristics and even physical aspects of his ex-wife that really caused him harm and danger and brokenness. And uh, he goes, okay, Lord. And he said literally about three minutes later, he starts to walk to his car. He ripped up the index card in that lobby he ripped up the card and walked to his uh, car. And the Lord said, have you ever thought of Tamara? And he goes, no, I haven't, Lord. <laughs> so, and here we are 12 years later. So that oh. same day, he asked me to coffee that night. And we talked till the coffee shop closed. And I knew, I said, Lord, you are so good because I've not been the best to you. And he's like, you've been exactly who I needed you to be. How, so,
0: how did, how did he release you? <laughs>
1: yeah, well, no, well, I, I, I literally, I only had like, you know, like a month or so left, and it kind of worked out because, I, I think the Lord just knows what He's doing because He literally, like, Sidron had training; he had to go to a men's retreat. I mean, it was all these things, and I was like, oh man, this is really going to work out for me. And sure enough, and That's and funny. and God has just the coolest timing, you know. He, he just does. He knows exactly what he's we always need. on
0: time. No, I agree. He
1: is. And, you know, my daughter had wanted a father figure. My dad did really great as what as much as he could as being a grandpa and a dad figure. But it's amazing at even 15 when the Lord has someone good for you. And 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 it says in the Bible, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. It's not when a woman finds a husband. She fi- And so that's why I try to tell my girlfriends, no, funny. like, just know. <laughs> I have to
0: look at that. Yeah, no,
1: it funny. doesn't say the other way. It's only the man when the man <laughs> finds funny. a good wife. And like it says even, and then on the vice versa though, in 1 Corinthians 7, 7, it says to be single is a gift. He's like, be single like me. If you're not single, it is hard to be. And this is, you know, I'm not trying to sugarcoat all this because I know people out there listening. It is hard to be single. It really is. is. And the Lord says, it's okay to be upset about it. He is such a real God that he knows all the feelings you have.
0: Well, he, he walked on earth so that he would be able to yeah to uh you know to figure out to to, right. to know what and you he know, were right to.
1: and he knows when adam and eve he's like i made eve because when i saw her it was a good thing you know what i mean like god like like he knew she he needed companionship right. that he was not so as humans it is our our we just automatically want to have a friendship or a human touch or whatever so let's realistically it is hard But I'm telling you, if you can celebrate your singleness, if you can relax in traffic, if you can be in a place where the Lord just is making you become exactly who you need to be, when the Lord drops that person in your life, it's just going to be so much more beautiful. It will be. That's pretty cool. It's hard, though. (laughs) I I admit.
0: You know, I I needed help, you know, Mm -hmm. and, 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 and the Lord needed, I needed help. Yeah. You know, so he put me where I was. And uh, you know, it was it was uh it was pretty cool though. Yeah. Because when my mom pulled up one day with my you know, with my ex wife with her. Yes. And I hadn't talked to her in ten years. Whatever, you know. Yes. Um, there she was. You know, my my daughter there says she and there she was with her blue eyes. Looking Aww. right at you, Deb. Oh, and was like, <laughs> beautiful.
1: And, you know, I'll tell you, God is so cool, too, and he's pretty funny. And I, I, I get a kick out of him all the time. I I think, Lord, you're joking. You know, and he's like, yeah, I am. It's funny. And I'm like, <laughs> so that's just an easier way. But, like, wh- one time, we were, like, two months into dating, and he walked me to my car. And I kid you not, he lived on this hill in Kansas. And um, out there where the hills, it was on a hill, you could see every single star. And I look up there, and I said, Hey, have you ever, I mean, when's the last time you've seen a falling star? And he's like, man, I haven't seen one for years. And I said, I think they happen all the time. I think we just are so busy that none of us look up anymore, That's true. you know? And so anyway, I said, man, I, he goes, and he's so cool. My husband now, you know, I'm dating him at that time. He's like, would you like to see a falling star? And I said, Sure. And so he's like, look up there. And I said, okay. And I know he was just like praying in the spirit. Lord, you better show her a falling star. <laughs> Cause I, I'm trying to like, you know, move in here, man. We're trying to make this seal the deal, you know? And, and he, I look up, he goes, Hey, he goes, I'll get you two. That's what said. That's what my husband says. He goes, I'll get you two falling stars. And I kid you guys not within 30 seconds. Shoo, shoo, I was that's like, funny. I go, Oh my goodness. He goes. I told you the Lord would deliver. I said, Oh my goodness. And I'm telling you, I drove home. I I had my hands on the steering wheel. I'm like, Oh yes, Lord, that's my husband. I know I'm going to marry him one day. And he hadn't even proposed to me. We weren't even engaged. Like, but I knew, and I thought, Lord, you're so funny that you would show yourself true. Like, and it was just so funny. I knew that was kind of like this cute little pickup line. My husband was trying to do at the time for me, but it's just, it's just cool. How God just knows what to do when he's supposed to do it. So
0: he knew your heart. Yeah. And he, Knew your husband's heart, right? So,
1: and I think when you're older, like you know, we were in our early 30s or whatever, and he had kind of been through a pretty rocky, you know, hard uh, marriage to begin with, and you know, he was totally dedicated to that marriage and family, and he was never he was let's work on this, let's get counseling, and and it just wasn't what she had wanted, and and she moved on, but you know, I you know, to this day, like I just I just think like, man, Lord, like we we both had went through some pretty hard stuff. And for you to just unite us together at that point, And in our thirties, it's like, you know what? You don't need a long time to court <laughs> like the old Only saying. You could
0: do that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. And so literally it was like September 3rd. And the next thing you know, we were married September 5th, exactly a year later. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, he proposes in December. And so, you know, I just, when I come back to stories and I feel like, and I give my testimony about certain things, you know, I just, I think about how, You know, when people are just in a really bad place, just remember God is faithful. He's faithful. If he says that this is how much he loves you and this is how much he desires for you to have the best, he's faithful.
0: So it's kind of weird with with the daughter that went through the divorce. I'm the one who has to tell her, it's like, God said he has something better for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he said it was going to be in three years. Mm. So. So she's like, Yeah, I know, Dad. So, yeah. so look, now we're both sitting there eagerly expecting, yes, of, of, of what that's going to look like. So, mm-hmm.
1: well, it's good that you guys have each other because,
0: you know, it's, it's, I, uh, so there was a time that I didn't have a relationship really with any of my daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, I was a drug addict, they didn't want any part of me, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then the little ones, you know, they, you know, they didn't know any better. They Mm -hmm. didn't, you know, so, you know, they were with their mother, but, uh, today now my daughters call me, Hey dad, I got this problem. Can you help me with this thing? And I'm like, wow, like they would call me before they call their mother. You know, it's like, I, I I really like talking with you. Um, and so I think, wow, that's
1: well, you know, God's redemption is so cool, you know? And so, His redemption power. So so there's
0: even redemption through what you went through. Yes, there is. There is Mm
1: -hmm. lots of redemption, you know, and I look back and think, you know, there's a lot of people that we're, we're talking through singleness with right now and, or divorcees and, you know, we're just. You know, what's really great is we can sit down at our table and say, listen, you have the right to fill all of these things. Cause I think what happens oh, yeah. is when we tell people to bottle stuff up and that they're not allowed to be angry and they're not allowed to be sad and upset because God is good. You know? Yeah, he is. But God also knows, I mean, we came into this world as flesh and so we're not Jesus. And so we have to, we want to be more like him every day, but it's so hard to, to grasp that when you're walking through something either it is. super alone and lonely or really hurt and devastated.
0: What's really hard is like, uh, there's <clears throat> no growth on the mountaintop, you know? Yeah. Right. It's all down there in the Valley. Yes. you Yes. Know? Yes. The where, 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 uh, you know, all the growth comes from, but in, yes. the, in, in the valleys, the low places of our lives, you know, yes. those broken places, that's where all the growth comes from. And,
1: right.
0: you know, sometimes it's hard to see, um, you know, that that's where we're at. So. Right,
1: and I think when people can see, and and that's what I think was really cool about, you know, we have a, and a pretty amazing pastor, and I think... You know, something he's always said, uh, you know, about what really makes family is when we can all just go through mess together. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's hard when people leave people and it's really hard when people leave when it's family or friends or close, because when somebody is just going through a messy time, that is, it might not be favorable or even you might even think that they're at fault of some sort. But at the end of the day, if you can just be as much as you can Jesus to them, there, there there, might be a lot of steps that, like, you and I went through that they're not going to have to.
0: You know what, Tamara, I, I love that, you know, be Jesus to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because we may be the closest thing that, the, that they've ever seen to, to yeah. I yeah. like that. It
1: is. It, and it wherever is.
0: you go to church, I'm sure that me and Ben both are sitting here going, you know, I, I like to go to church there. <laughs> yes, yeah, you
1: guys you guys should come visit sometime. We love you to. We're in Colorado Springs. We're one of the eighth congregations now. We just came over a year ago from New Life, so we we were called Antioch before that freedom. Um, it was actually, a, the church was actually uh, pastored by Dutch Sheets years ago. Oh,
0: yeah, I know, I yeah. know Dutch Sheets. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah,
1: so um, Jade and Christy Duncan were youth pastors at the time, And Dutch is like, well, the Lord's calling my wife and I to just go around the whole nation, and we're not going to pastor a church. Here you go. And so all of a sudden, Jade and Christy, in their (laughs) latter twenties, were pastors of church of a church. So, but we're now a part of that, and I think that's what's really cool is in that we've learned. I think one of the biggest things, and it's what I see in you too, Rory, and. You know, what's important to you is your city and community you live in. When you, when I first met you, you're like, you know, I'm part of this. I love to be a part of this. I, I, I do this with in Pueblo, these, in, these different things. And I think that's what's important because that's what drew us to this particular church is just that it's about community and making community, your family, you know,
0: Um yeah So, so I, you know, I had that conversation um, just the other day. It's like, uh, you know, it's. With that pastor of mine, I'm like, yeah. you know, <clears throat> people, and especially people here, they they're longing for the presence of Jesus. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't want to play church anymore. Right. We we we, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, we just want to be there. You know. Right. So mm-hmm. I I I think that we need that for this 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 community. Yeah. Pe- people, somebody has to step up and and uh, start demonstrating, you know, this is who Jesus is. Yeah. yeah, and what?
1: And I think what's important is that that's what God is stirring your heart for, so that's <laughs> a mantle you're carrying. Well, and so that means that's a mantle you're carrying. So that's came from somewhere. That's either a generational thing or um, it's a mantle that you're carrying. So what I think is important for you, even in, because I've heard, you know, and not in a bad way, the frustration that you have with, um, the church as a whole, not just in this city, but as a whole, we're kind of getting out of what you think, what we think is important, right? Like let's let just the Holy Spirit stay present and move and let's see those signs. And we want that's people where, healed and life change and miracles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I think what's so cool is like the Lord has given me kind of a different type of mantle to carry or a different, journey or mission that i have and i think that's what's so cool about god is he has so many children that love him that he's like all right rory has been this is this is a mantle you're carrying so i need you to pray through this and stand because if you stand and stick and stay with what god has put on your heart and not waver it will come to pass but i think what happens is people get things on their heart like you have that on your heart and they say, you know what, Lord, this is too much for me to carry, and nobody's going to change ever. But if there's people like you that keep carrying that on your heart and the mantle that you carry, things will change. Things will move.
0: So it's always been one of my uh, my sayings. It's like is uh, the definition of failure is as I size myself up for the job, mm. decide I can't, and never try. Mm. That's the definition of failure. So I'll yeah. have to, I'll have to look at that. So.
1: So don't fail out what you're carrying. <laughs> <laughs> no, because honestly, this is what I tell everybody. Like, and when I say this, you know, be Jesus to those, be the hands and feet. And that's so important. And why I mean that, and that's what you're doing. Like I, I tell people all the time that are in the body of Christ, period, that we, you are needed. Like you have no clue the gifts and the tools that you carry. I don't carry. You carry a different kind of mantle, a different kind of carry. You, your, your spirit, your heart, your mission is completely different than mine, or yours. It's just completely different. And so, when one person walks away and says, "I don't want to do this anymore," or participate.
0: There's always every, somebody else to pick that well, up. Well,
1: well, there is, but I also feel like it's we're, but it's going to take longer. Uh, yeah, it does because I feel like so.
0: It's back to that. We prolong the blessing, yeah,
1: right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to. Let's not let each other down. We are our brother's keeper. And I tell that to a lot of women in our church, like, dude, I'm here for you. I don't care how ugly you were to me or anybody else. I'm your sister's keeper I've got you. So let's figure this out. Let's go make it right to another person and let's move on because we have a way bigger mission than what's happening in these four walls right now.
0: So folks, is Tamara Smith and I love her spirit. And, uh, thank you so I, much. I for believe me on. That, that that's exactly what she thinks. Is is I got you. So uh, um, I thank you for coming today. Yeah,
1: thank you so yeah, much it, for having it's me great. on, Rory.
0: I love it. Yeah, yeah. Seems, so.
1: it was it was great. I appreciate it.
0: It's been keeping it real with Rory.